So I have titled our message today, Keep Stepping. Tell your neighbor, keep stepping. We're going to talk about a few things today, a few features of how we step, how we stand, how we move forward, how we continue. But before we can step anywhere, you need to stand somewhere. Before you can step anywhere, you need to stand somewhere. Standing assumes that there is a foundation and a firm one at that so that your stature is secure in its footing. Talking about feet. For the new creation, this stance is sanctified. It's a sanctified one since we have Christ as our foundation. And all the time you were thinking it's gravity that, hold, that keeps us grounded, isn't it? But we know that it's Christ himself that keeps us. The hymn writer says it like this. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Now in, in, converse, in conversations, people might ask you for your stance, your stance, stance, stance. So anyway, um, on a certain matter, yeah? Or a certain situation. What is your what is your point of departure? And for us as new creations, our answer is always the same. I don't have a different stance or an opinion other than what the word of God says about it. So the word of God becomes our answer. What we see in the word and and what God says about something, that is that is our answer. People might ask you about your social economic standing for us as life is the answer is simple when it comes to social interaction our answer is this we are part of this beautiful community aren't we so we get to interact here um, and financially or economically we uh, we are in a kingdom economy So we are doing, we are doing, we are doing fine. And that would be my answer. Man, I'm doing fine. If anyone would ask, I'm in a beautiful community. um, And uh, economically, I'm good because I'm with Jesus on this and everything else in my life. So if we consider standing in the physical sense of the word, we could look at examples from the sports world. Yeah. And we're going to call it the significance of standing. If you ask golfers if you ask golfers what is the what is the key thing what is what is part of your success when it comes to golfing many of them would say it starts with how i'm standing it starts with my and i could never understand this thing um growing up looking at i never played golf i don't have a big interest in it um but i couldn't understand what's the deal with all this wiggling thing and then then this foot forward and then that foot forward and you know I'm like hit the ball already what what's with the you know it, 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 it like took forever I couldn't understand I understand now that so much of the success of a golfer depends on how he stands and how his weight is distributed over his two feet if you ask the gymnast where did in your routine, where did you lose the points if it's a competition? Where did you lose the points? The person might say, man, 
at the end of my tumbling routine when i was when i was landing i, I didn't i didn't stand right if i bring all of this closer to all of us in this room and online most of us will have this in common that as babies some of the first things we did was to try and stand so the other day was we were uh, at the doctors with, uh, with with Zia and on his wall on the pediatrician's wall there was this you could see the progression you know how babies develop what they do next what they do next and so forth um and some of the first things that we try to do is to stand and so the baby how would how would it would work the baby would be sitting at some point looking up or becoming aware of something or someone that's higher than themselves there's a sermon in that one too they would then often indicate the desire to also be up like all these things that are towering around them and would start reaching for and grabbing hold of any support in their surroundings that would help them to stand so simple and yet so profound so the lord said to abram in in Genesis 13 verse 14 to 15 he said this after lot that left him now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are standing look northward and southward and eastward and westward and for all the land which you see i will give to you and your descendants the question for us today is What is it that we get to see when we are standing exactly where God had ordained for us to stand? So if he says this is where I need you to stand and I want you to have a view and a look of what I'm wanting to do and where I'm wanting to take you in your life, what is it that you see when you stand exactly where God had said for you to stand. Similarly in Jeremiah 6 verse 16 it says this. Stand at the crossroads and look. That's an order. Ask for the ancient paths. I understand that this to that, that to mean that consider that which has already been established. Ask where the good way is. That's about getting direction. And walk in it. This talks about progression and we will talk about this a little bit more later and you will find rest for your souls this is the promise of God So family we stand firm and we hold you hold your ground having tightened says the word the wide band of truth around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet your beautiful feet the gospel of peace in preparation Above all lift up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God your feet is very much involved in your armor against anything because it is the ones that are ready to take the gospel everywhere So now that we understand a little bit about standing we can consider our next step and we'll call it the significance of stepping 
If you are going to walk on water, you need to step out of the boat. So we're going to talk about four things that uh, most, if not all of us, four steps that we will take at some point in our, in our life's journey. The first one I want to talk about is stepping up. Step up. 1 Samuel 17, in 1 Samuel 17, David stepped up to the challenge of defeating Goliath. David's total dependence was on what he knew God had done already before. That was his confidence. So what God had ordained for him and the order of that spelt his victory. David was victorious before he ever defeated the giant. He was not fighting for victory. He was fighting from victory. It's just that the activation, the activation of his faith activated the manifestation of that victory. That is how things worked out for David. Let's talk about stepping down. Samuel stepped down as king in in 1 Samuel 12 verse 1 to 18. In Samuel's case, he was stepping down so that a new king uh, could, could step up. Now stepping down will look different as our faces differ in this room today. And oftentimes stepping down doesn't mean you are stepping down from a certain position or a certain authority. Stepping down could simply mean that there are some things in your life that you have become aware of that is wanting to exalt itself above the knowledge of Christ. And you need to step those things down in your life. Life throws things at you unexpectedly. And in the frantic rush of it all, you don't know what to do. In those times is when we say, Lord, I'm going to step into what you have given me and ordained for me. And I'm going to see a victory. Sometimes we need to step in, like in Psalm 106, 23. Moses stepped into the gap for someone else. It reads like, it reads like this. Therefore, he said he would destroy them. Um, had not Moses, his chosen one, stepped into the gap before him, this is before God, to turn away his wrath from destroying them. So this is, this is what Moses did for, for his people. He stood in the gap when God was ready to take, to take them out. In another instance, this was definitely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is what happened with them. They fell into the midst of the furnace. We know the story of blazing fire, still tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astounded and he jumped up and said to his counselors, did we not throw three men who were tied up into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, certainly, O king, he answered. Look, I see four men united walking around in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar approached the door of the blazing furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most, most High God, come out, come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire. There is grace for us whether 
you are heroic like Moses. You are the hero in the story and and you've come to the rescue of so many people. There's grace for that. And there's grace if you are these boys who are in a desperate situation and you needing someone to step in. There will be times in our lives where we need to step out. Matthew 22:32 Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on water. I I once heard a preacher say, I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat sitter. I'd much rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat sitter like this. Immediately he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him over to the other side. This is what happened at the Sea of Galilee. While he sent the crowds away. After he had dismissed the crowds, this is when Jesus and them, they just came from feeding thousands. And this is another setting now. He went up the mountains by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a distance from the land, tossed and battered by the waves. For the wind was against them. And the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately he spoke to them saying, take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord, if it is really you, command me to come. Command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the effects of the wind, he was frightened and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus extended his hand and caught him, saying to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. The difference between Peter and the, the other characters that we, that we mentioned is this. Peter's story doesn't have this great magnificent outcome and we could we could agree and say that Peter failed Jesus pointed out his lack of faith here's the flip side though out of all the sitters in the boat Peter was the only stepper out of all the sitters in the boat Peter was the only stepper and even though it was short lived he took God at his word. He took Jesus at his word when he was ordered to come. If you're taking notes, we are talking about walking next. For you have rescued my soul from death, yes, and my feet from stumbling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. I like that last part, in the light of life. Psalm 56 verse 13. How many of you can vouch for walking being a very welcome thing when your zeal for running had dissipated. A very welcome thing if your zeal for running had dissipated. I'd be the first one to put up my hand and say, man, yeah, there were times we were out there and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just walk. I'm just going <laughs> to walk today. Now, if we consider walking and then running in the context of any military of most countries, walking and running takes on a brand new significance since the precision of any military, any army to execute military maneuvers pivots on how well 
their soldiers walk together. So just like with stepping, there's a myriad of ways in which physical walking happens. But it's the spiritual significance of walking that I want us to focus on. Which says in Psalm 56 verse 13, For you have rescued my soul from death, yes, and my feet from stumbling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life like we said before. There's a, a sequence to this and so we can talk about running which kind of follows walking in the natural sense of the word. And this too is an aerobic cardiovascular or cardio exercise, just walking and running. Therefore, says Hebrews 12, 1, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. That sounds very much like the weight thing we spoke about. Throw off everything that's, that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And then Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. And those who have been walking in this kingdom journey for a minute will know how much perseverance you, you will need. Now, I've structured this thing um, as, I, as, I, as I saw fit and as, as I felt the Lord laid on my heart. And it follows a certain sequence, follows a certain step. You know, you first, you first sit, then you stand, and then you step, and then you walk, and then you run. But how many can testify that life does not always follow that sequence. I know of many a time in my life when I didn't know whether I was coming or going. I didn't know should I take left or should I go right? Should I stand still and wait for instruction or should I push ahead? And sometimes the steps are all messed up and it's, it's, it's all over the place. Life Church Global, as a family, we stand together. As an ecclesia, we continue moving forward, sometimes skipping old steps in what would some, in other terms, be the, the natural development of a church. We've seen how we have grown exponentially and God had given us grace um, and favor in so many of these things. And for this, we are eternally thankful. We journey together deeply, walking with one another closely. As individuals, we purpose to discern where we are in our steps towards our purpose and our future as we continue to believe the order of God. The progressive nature of God manifests in every move of God. And sometimes we are part of a move of God. And sometimes we are the move of God. Either way, we are moving so that we are moving is a constant and that is up to God and of his order. How we are moving is a variable and that is up to us.